0: what's going on everybody it's monday and game night is now i'm dan joined as always by flippin sweet himself jeff what's up steve just went away there he is he's back and let's go over to mex what's Hello. up dude? i'm good he's back so he's back we... say hi steve's back hey hey Steve's there what? missed the clap he clapped while you were doing whatever <laughs> you were doing and we started because that's oh, what we do here
1: changing the light a bit <laughs>
0: So we've taken two weeks off, so everybody should have lots of things they've been playing this week. Let's start with mechs. Uh, A lot of market Kart, I guess in the past two weeks, a little bit of Stardew Valley,
2: a lot of pinball. Jeff just did a a weird survival mode tournament, which uh, I didn't check today, but I'm pretty sure I'm going to win on my first playthrough with my high score,
3: but I have to double check on that. I'm going to turn the pinball table back on now. Knock that smug (laughs) out of your mouth. (laughs) (laughs)
2: That's a 30 billion, man. Can you uh, keep up with that? That's a lot of points.
3: Yeah, I'll figure it out.
2: Yeah. Is but, it
0: harder to play like so Jeff you you play on your table and you play with controllers. What's what's harder, what's easier? Like I know like racing games it's easier to play with a controller until you get really good, and then it's easier to play with a steering wheel. Way easier.
3: I I don't want to sound like I'm making excuses, but it's way easier to play with a controller.
2: Excuse me? No. (laughs) I have on my cabinet Maybe you're just not as experienced as I am, Jeff. (laughs) That's true.
3: (laughs) On, On my cabinet, I have nudge left and nudge right. On a controller, you can nudge from any direction, and it's a lot easier to control the ball.
0: Yeah. I still haven't figured out the proper way to nudge. So most of my nudges are just accidental nudges, but Max, you Fair have enough. been quite impressive with your pinball scores I've seen.
2: Yeah, I mean it's uh, it's actually surprisingly fun. Jeff kind of knows Holy what he's doing, I I guess. Like he he grabbed mo- us and he pulled us in, and yeah, we can't stop playing pinball us. now. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So, One of we'll us. On. <laughs> Steve, I heard you might have been playing some video games.
1: Yeah, uh, I broke off some time and I actually exchanged my social time with real people for social time with online people.
3: Always a better option.
2: Yeah. (laughs) You don't have to leave your house, you know?
1: Well, You don't have to leave the air conditioning. Unless you want to actually, like, talk with others in real life. Uh, I played some Disgaea 5 for, like, two weeks, which was a lot of fun, but it's a difficult game to wrap your head around because there's so much stuff you can do.
3: Is this on uh, computer?
1: Yes. It's all PC.
3: You can also get it on the Switch for a relatively cheap price all the time.
0: Yeah, that was that was one of those launch titles that like, came out right around that launch window that yep. I was like, I don't have anything to play on this. I've never heard of this, but there's been four other of them at least, so it has to be good. I almost <laughs> bought it, but it was $60, so I didn't.
1: Yeah, it's it did not come down in price very often and I think it was during the summer sale early July is when I picked it up because it got like slashed in half and I I think I popped down like 30 bucks for it Um, I played some Stardew Valley with uh, some friends of ours online and I've been waiting for that for a while so I'm enjoying that I've just been playing with my wife mostly right now
2: Um, it makes the game a little bit more fun when you can have multiplayer
1: in that game I think like yeah,
2: i didn't, I played I didn't like really like a
0: whole story mode or is it uh, yeah. just like limited to certain things i'm
2: pretty sure yeah, it's just the
0: whole game like you can have another
2: person in your your farm or whatever
1: yeah there's still some weird glitches in it though where like um sometimes when there's a, a global quest it won't really include others for a little bit like we were trying to do those to turn in the bundles and um my wife couldn't read any of the bundle things it was still in the strange language because there's like a quest chain to be able to understand them and she couldn't activate it couldn't do it and then the next night when we started up she just could like it sort of just caught her up to where i was which was nice also if you disconnect during any point in a day and you come back it saved your items which was super nice because i was hoping it wouldn't just like wipe out everything she did during the day so
2: i think uh, it saves at the beginning of the day though doesn't it so, like, if you it, if you close down the server, basically, you start back at the beginning of whatever day you finish on?
1: Yeah, I definitely screw that up, because you know how it shows you the report at the end of the day for all mm-hmm. the money you made? Mm-hmm. It isn't until right after that that it saves your game. Mm-hmm. And I was playing in windowed mode, and instead of hitting OK, I went up to the corner, and I just hit my red X and turned off my game, mm-hmm. and it, it wasted our whole day. No, that was, that was a really dumb thing to do. But, um, And then in Jeff's neighborhood... I played a absolutely horrible anime game, which the game (laughs) itself is actually pretty good, but it's so, like, tropey anime. I just would shoot myself every time. Uh, Called 100% Orange Juice.
3: I've not heard of this.
2: Go on.
1: (laughs) I bought this like two years ago as a four-pack to play with others, and then it's sat in my inventory since then, and we were trying to get our friends from Michigan to play games with us, and the one person, their computer is so ancient that it wouldn't play Stardew Valley, but it would play this, which is more graphically intense, and it's a board game that mixes some, like, card strategy, and we just had no idea what we were doing.
3: Right up my alley. Please tell me it's terrible.
1: (laughs) It's actually kind of good, but there's story (laughs) mode, and I immediately skipped everything through it. Because there's, like, your first couple choices are a guy who lost his wallet, an anamorphic dog, and two girls with backstories that I don't remember because I just immediately skipped it. But there's tons of stuff to unlock, and I got my ass kicked by a pigeon over and over again. So I'd rate it an A+. plus good.
0: In my card. Jeff, this has been uh, a pretty exciting week for you. I know a game that you've been looking forward to for a very long time just mean, Since they teased you...
3: me about it a year and a half ago? Yeah, Fire yeah. Emblem came out.
0: Oh, there man, is. is that a great game.
3: It's so good. Uh, it's everything I wanted plus Persona 5 added on top. Uh, but I'll get to that. Okay. I've been playing this week. Uh, there was a demo dropped over the weekend for Catherine Full Body Edition. I'm I it was my favorite game on the PS3. Uh, I've beaten it a number of times, and I'm super excited to jump back in with a little bit of extra story stuff added in.
0: Um, But so you downloaded the demo? of yes. A game that you've already beaten.
3: No, it's it's <laughs> a remake master of okay. um, the game. So they've taken the original game Catherine and they've added a, another character choice that you could uh, anime screw around with, I guess. Um, and they've add they've they've basically added this whole storyline into the game, and you can go any, any direction you want to with it.
1: Don't get that um, excited about it.
3: Knocking my clipboard over. Um, anybody, I know you're. The game right now audience skews young. Anybody old enough to play it, uh, it's on sale on the Xbox and the Steam store all the time for the original. Highly recommended. It. It's a really good story built on top of a very addicting puzzle game. Um, and yeah, probably my favorite game from the PS3, Xbox 360 console. Uh, I finished Final Fantasy X. Anybody who tells me Final Fantasy X is the best Final Fantasy is absolutely wrong. This game is yeah, boring just, as shit. That's
0: just yeah, that's just the person that grew up when that was right. the perfect timing and, for them. There's nobody nobody that actually is is correct. I, I've, that.
3: I've been I've been argued this a couple times since I finished it. The game is boring as shit. Um, I think, I think who,
2: who's telling you it's the best game ever? Are they like maybe three years younger
1: than us?
3: No, uh, same it, age. Same age. It
1: depends on like when you started and uh, how old you are because like in our age group it tends to be a fight between Final Fantasy 3 slash 6 or like 7 is usually where people started you'll find a couple people who are into like 8 or 9 but if you go up an age bracket you'll find a lot of people who really liked uh, my numbers are getting all screwed up what's the one with Blitzball 10 10 yeah a lot of people like to start at 10
2: well that was the first one on ps2 so i'm thinking if they were like maybe 12 when the ps2 came out and like final fantasy 10 was the game i guess you know the first ps2 final fantasy then that's what i'm saying if they're like maybe three four years younger than us then i could understand
3: here's the deal i was diehard final fantasy 7 all of my life growing up that's the best one you can't top it uh nine is better than seven nine is having, really good having recently beat seven and started playing through nine again nine is better than seven yeah i think uh, nine dog shit i can't wait to play eight again because everybody hates that eight. and i have a yeah, very garbage specific i i remember liking it <laughs> I, I didn't like it like seven i didn't like it like nine hmm. but i remember enjoying my time in final fantasy eight
2: yeah nine is my favorite non-mmo final fantasy game um, eight garbage because the mobs leveled with your level, so there's no point in grinding, which is what I like to do in Final Fantasy games.
1: Yeah, that that game wasn't about grinding; it was about breaking the system because you weren't really like leveling didn't matter. It was all about abusing the junction system to become like mm. an immortal god, which mm. I never, right. I never got Put, that far. ninety nine
0: sleeps understood. on a weapon.
1: So I don't you know, I don't know. like every time you saw I,
2: at it. I got to the end boss, I couldn't beat it, so I, Final Fantasy VIII's one of them that I never beat. I have, is this I like have...
1: your fast food pass-fail system? Pretty much.
3: <laughs> it failed because I couldn't beat it. I have 12 on the Switch, which I am going to jump into once I'm done with uh, Fire Emblem. It's 12 the uh, one with Lightning? Or is that 13? No, it's 13. 13. I have 13 and 15 as well. And know, then okay, to go back through all the SNES, NES ones as a franchise i would like to finish minus the online one but that's the uh, best one i don't have the time to devote to what? one game just
2: a final <laughs> fantasy 11 i can hold your hand we can play it for three years and then you can to, let me know to, what you think about it afterwards to, to, to play <laughs> one game
3: for three just years
1: play on a private <laughs> it's, server it's, where you can become worst. an immortal uh, yeah
2: like dan and i story. would play on a private server we did that what a year and a half ago
0: if, if you're interested in, in experiencing it a little bit we can I, I wouldn't mind reinstalling that private server i mean this they they've buffed the exp that you get from everything like you can get into the end game pretty quickly mm-hmm. and it's not like they they make the the a lot of the stuff that used to make that game take forever like there was no real fast travel in the game the only fast traveling you could really do was shouting till a white mage teleported you somewhere yeah
1: no, you had to pony up for a choco boat and go riding.
0: Yeah. Or, uh, yeah, or take all a- the time and get all the uh, forts that are outside all the cities.
1: Yeah, you had to catch an airship. Conquest. Ship which had like a schedule so you yeah. had to just sit there and wait yeah. for
0: it you
2: would legit have to sit there for like 30, 30 minutes wait for the bus every it was
1: so bad getting like spending your money for a ticket and watching that thing pull away and you just can't catch mm. up and you're like I'm going to be here for 15 minutes
0: <laughs> or or you, you put yourself on an auto run to try to get onto the ship and then please go to the slowly, bathroom and then you get cocked off to the side a little beside. bit and you, you come back in the bathroom and then you see it pulling away. Yep. I digress. Yeah, you might want to skip the online ones.
3: <laughs> all of my remaining games have to do with topics we're covering tonight, but I'll just run through them quickly. Uh, last weekend, I got my PlayStation Classic up to code, meaning I modded the shit out of it. It's awesome now. Uh, I went back into the Wii U Virtual Console library and bought all three the two GBA Fire Emblems and the DS Fire Emblem. The day before the new Fire Emblem came out, uh, and I played a little bit of Paper Mario Color Splash because why not? I got the Wii U plugged in. I'm playing it.
0: I mean, yeah, you might as well because that that game's never getting ported anywhere. <laughs> actually, it... So, what about you? Do you Dan? want to? What have you been wanna, playing? You want me to? Uh, I, I've been Do playing you, Marvel. You've
3: been playing, and then jump into your category
0: mm-hmm. one. M- Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Um which that's I'll just cell phone I'll, game. No, no, it's the it's like a dungeon crawlery console exclusive for the Nintendo yeah, Switch. Nintendo Switch console exclusive uh, which is very weird made by Ninja Theory. Um it's it's a good game. It's like video game potato chips. Like it's not something that's going to satisfy you, but it's just really fun. Uh you now, as somebody that's kind of grown up with the Marvel universe outside of the the MCU, the movies, it's nice to see all of them, you know, all the people that used to be stuck in like licensing pur- purgatory, all in the same game, and uh, yeah, I, I I would recommend that game. My dog is not having. He's, he's not
2: that loud. There. It's okay.
0: Okay. Yeah, I would recommend it to anybody that's just looking for something that they can pick up, play here and there. You know, just it's just a, a nice game to have. They're like, oh, which should I play now? I have forty five minutes. Let's play, with, you know, quick, quick couple of uh missions a $60 in sixty dollars game Alliance. though. It is. But it's it. It's worth it. It's it, not every sixty dollar game needs it's, to it's be. Yeah, not every sixty dollar game needs to be like the best game ever made. Like it is a solid eight. If I had to give it a rating, um, there are some definitely some some you know, button mashy elements to it until you get your characters leveled up.
3: But I wouldn't play it in handheld around a bunch of people. But it's a fun game. Yeah, it's gonna I, be loud.
1: I definitely <laughs> understand that concept of like a game that's like potato chips like something you just you just want to snack on for a little bit Mm -hmm. because uh i have a handful of games that are sort of my go-to when i feel in the mood for that genre like uh lately i just wanted a shooter i just wanted to have fun and play a shooter tom clancy (laughs) now eh, the, the launcher for that killed me because ubisoft takes like 15 minutes just to drop you off at the beginning of the game, so I'm just like, no, no, no. Uh, I actually downloaded uh, EDF 4.1. Oh, that's, and... a, that's a
3: mindless shooter. That's, the, that's yeah, the definition of a potato chip game.
1: Yeah. But I downloaded some hacks so I could screw around with it because uh, that's my favorite part about playing on PC is modding or hacking games. As long as they don't affect other people, I don't care.
0: Yep. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's the, the one drawback is it is $60, and it is a hard to ask. I feel like it would be a really like instant buy $40 game, but there's a lot of content there. There's a lot of collectibles. There's like little trading rooms that you can go back and do. A lot of competitors, too. Yeah, I haven't had a chance to try the online out yet, like the co op, but I think it would be a lot more fun with three other people. It would um, be a
3: really good streaming game. Yeah, I think it provided. would be. Provided Nintendo's infrastructure can handle it. Yeah, I, I
1: don't the... know. What's the game type like? If you were gonna call oh, it a dun- blank esque, uh,
0: uh, Diablo like,
1: so dungeon loot?
0: Not, but there's not as much loot. There, there. I mean, there is loot. There, you get these little like crystals that you can modify and put on your your characters. I don't know. It's a it's a Marvel Ultimate Alliance like. It's the third one. <laughs> Have You played I... an Ultimate Alliance one or two? It is, uh, what's the, what's the, um, what's the, the original dungeon crawler, like the arcade game with four player with dwarf and the guy,
1: oh, uh, Gauntlet. Gauntlet,
0: Gauntlet, it's a, it's like Gauntlet.
1: Okay. Cause Gauntlet didn't really have much in the way of building your characters. You just, sort no, of... no. Well, there, there are eight quarters.
0: There's some light RPG elements in it. You know, oh, yeah. it's, you know, you level up, you get new skills, you put the different cores in them to modify their abilities and whatnot. It's, it's, I don't know. It's fun. Now, every I game, wish you know, I wish that it was. It, it would elements. be really, you know, it would be a really good sixty dollars game if there wasn't all a whole bunch of DLC already like announced for it. Like if 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 they were one of those games where they're just going to continuously release patches that they release characters for like a year, I would say yeah, definitely buy it. But I, I know that they're going to charge people for it, and five bucks uh, for the season pass. Yeah, so maybe this it's might... a little bit hard of a buy.
1: Sound old of me, but I still have a hard time with Day One DLC. Yeah, or like DLC but, that's planned like next month.
3: That mm-hmm. that ship's kind of sailed. We're there. Yeah, yeah, I know.
1: I I understand the whole like we need to make money because what, they haven't had a more expensive than sixty dollar game that wasn't a special edition in forever, and I I understand the prices are rising. So I fully get like the reasoning behind it. It's still just because I'm old school. Does just bother me a little bit.
0: Mm-hmm. It most games I don't DLC doesn't even interest me. Like every no. like I, I haven't played Zelda, one of my favorite games of all times. DLC for that. I haven't played. I haven't played anything really. Like it,
1: unless you're going to add. Though,
0: no, I didn't actually. Oh, I, really? I was. I was good. I bought. I bought Fallout 4 the season pass. <laughs> and I played like six minutes of that game and quit. You, I was like, you, I'm you never did. buying. A season pass like ever the second again
3: I realized I owned all of that and 3 and New Vegas and haven't touched it yet <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah no it's it's so most most of the time the only the only real DLC I touched are fighting game because I feel like fighting game DLC is legit like they have to you know rebalance the entire roster and you know usually it comes with a stage and some music and I don't know I'll spend five bucks on that
3: Smash Brothers DOA 6 other things I haven't gone back to <laughs> did you actually did you buy a season pass for DOA 6 oh hell no
0: Okay. Hell oh, no!
3: After how hard I rallied against that on the <laughs> podcast, <laughs> yeah,
0: but then you played the shit out of it, so I thought it maybe did. you would have went back into it.
3: it was the most success yeah,
0: I had I in a fighter. Well, I know you've been completely chomping at it. Let's uh, let's get let's get the uh, some first impressions of Fire Emblem Three Houses.
3: Uh, I want to turn it into a liquid and drink it. It is amazing. I love every second of it, every tedious second of it. So, my original plan was I was like, oh, I should do a hard mode permadeath run on Twitch, like once a week on Twitch, play through like a, a chapter. Uh, but the way it's set up, it's a third of the game is really hard, really challenging strategy board game. Uh, a third of it is cutscenes, and the rest of it is Persona 5 in a monastery. So. Between every chapter, you're teaching your students, you're leveling them up the way you want to level them up, and then they'll stop you and go, like, hey, look, uh, I like horses. I want to ride a horse. No, all right, whatever, go learn how to ride a horse. You teach them how to do that stuff. So you can kind of customize your army the way you want to customize them, but you're also spending this time to get to know your students, to get to know the students of the other two houses, to try and poach some of those pricks over to your side, Um and there's a pretty obvious turn coming up. I'm only I'm 10 hours in, five chapters deep, and the turn has been obvious since chapter one and a half. Um, but it's early enough that there's going to be multiple plot twists and turns sure. that'll keep that'll keep me hooked. Uh, or if none of that uh, getting to know you system or getting to know these characters appeals to you you can automatically have the computer handle it, but they're going to pick a loadout that they want, not you want. So I guess in some aspects you can speed it up that way, but it does reward you for scouring every inch of this monastery, getting to know every single character, personality traits, fears, likes, dislikes, all that kind of shit. And then it's a really good strategy game on top of that.
0: So does the game, is it all monastery stuff and then just all turn base like the war stuff or is it like back and forth like are you going it's, back and forth between it's you? back and forth that's cool but like, yeah. uh what house did you start out as
3: i started Slytherin. out as the black eagles I, I, it's all running together now i think that's what they are <laughs> uh that, me that and sounds like, like
1: Slytherin to me
3: me and like 90 percent of fire emblem players because if you connect online it tells you the most used characters mm. and uh it's
0: edelgard all day have you have you found the nice waifu for yourself yet? Hal yeah
3: <laughs> yeah yeah best character in the game uh, by far I I've tried the last like three battles I've done to not use myself or her because I'm already like double level of the rest of my class mm-hmm. and the computer is just like tough one. I'm going after them. It's like no'm I'm, I'm putting this nice level three uh, bone arrow out there for you to go after just to kind of drag you over this way, but they, now they want to get murdered by the best.
2: <laughs>
3: it's great. It's worth $60. I'm going to buy the DLC, which is cheaper than Ultimate Alliance 3, by $5 American <laughs> And And uh, there's no actual gameplay coming out until October, but that's when I'll pick it up.
0: Is this a is this a good jump in point for somebody that yes. has not played any Fire Emblem? So
3: the game. majority of them are self contained stories. So any point in Fire Emblem is a good point to jump in. Uh, but but mechanic excellent... wise. Mechanic wise, Mech- you're going to get the same mechanics across everyone. This so this like...
0: Does an okay job of teaching a new player how to play. Yes,
3: it'll it'll hold your hand in the beginning.
1: Isn't this strategy, but it's uh, like rock paper scissors style.
3: So there are there is a weapon triangle uh certain weapons are better against other weapons, but you can still uh depending on how you build your characters out, you can debuff that a little bit. So you could have uh like you could have a character that's weak against bows and arrows, but if you give them a horse, they're stronger or something like that. but it's an excellent. Some so
1: sense. The horse yeah. is important, is what you're telling me, because this yes. is the second time you brought up a horse. Well, you can move, move, horse, move quicker happens. if you're
2: on a horse. You can dodge yeah, yeah. the arrows, I guess. Yeah, this guy gets it.
3: Um <laughs> But there's the, there's like that
2: terrain. reasoning would be good for every single weapon, though. There's...
1: I wanted to say you move fastest with a knife. Everybody knows you move fast with a knife. But I think that's such an outdated reference now that no, you got nobody it. Nobody gets it.
0: FPS, hey, Doug. It, Everybody knows that, reference. that. You start the landing though. You could have just went with the reference. Trust your instincts, man. Just go for it. Yeah. Right, I,
1: nobody in chat would understand that reference. We Clay's in it.
3: chat. He knows. Anybody at, on the fence that if you think you're gonna like this game, you're going to like this game. Buy this game. Uh, I'm, so I, I, was, I liked,
0: I liked War Groove a little bit. It's better <laughs> <So> than Wargroove. <laughs> Will I like this game? <laughs> yes.
3: It's way better than War Groove.
0: Okay. Like it's I I got the idea of why people liked War but I felt like War didn't know, like. Or Respect by time. Like I'd make Wargrove one mistake and then have to start a ninety minute battle all over again. That's there.
3: So so you you do have to I don't want to call it like a Dark Souls game. The rules are clear. You know what you're doing. You know if you move a character, like if if you go for the attack with this character and it's close on the health, there's a chance that character could die. And if you're playing permadeath, uh I I I always go into it with the intention like, I'm going to play permadeath. That character dies, they're dead. And then, like, one of my characters I wasn't expecting to die dies, and I reset, start over again. <laughs> That's absolutely there. But the whole point of it is to make you think before you move, not just rush in there like some prick and throw your characters around. Apologize for blowing everybody's ears out with that mic. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've, War Groove is closer to an Advanced Wars game. This is its own beast. I, w- I would put it closer to Disgaea, but without um, 20 hours of rule explanation. Like Playing Disgaea is like learning how to play D&D <laughs> is how I would equate it.
1: Yeah. There's a lot,
3: a lot of shit, a lot of backstory, a lot wait, of wait, stuff.
1: Wait. Which D&D? Because that's important.
0: Nobody knows anything about what you're about to say, Steve.
3: I, I've played D and D for six months, so whatever one I'm in now.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, sorry, which edition? Because there's <laughs> worlds of difference between the different one I, I immediately
3: imagine... regret bringing this up.
1: <laughs> Look, if you say Sif. five, five's pretty easy to learn. Uh, I played what the fuck was it? Um, Neverwinter Nights. Do you ever play that?
3: have them be
1: that that whole game is built off of like the third edition rule set and you have to learn that taco system i never understood how i'm supposed to understand like attacking and defense in that because the the rules are so convoluted so they definitely sort of fixed things there with the new one
3: yeah but yeah anybody like i said remotely
0: interested if it it piques your interest just buy it do it you'll love it i think uh, the most important question is which sword boy is going to be added to smash brothers next <laughs> i if, is there like an obvious sword boy that's going to be in there because if
2: if we're basing it off of aren't all the fire emblem characters in smash male right now no is there a seeing, female
0: one yeah, is yeah, in there. Man. Yeah.
3: Mm. and corin depending on if you pick male or female um they need more female characters So if you base it on the online rankings, and it does show you after each battle, like who used what character the most in that last battle, it's gonna be Edelgard. She's an axe character, and it's gonna be a great addition to Smash.
0: Yeah, I mean, literally anything besides a sword, I'll be happy. I was hoping maybe there'd be like a
3: pole arm or something. There's some spears, lances in there.
0: Yeah. Well, it sounds like uh, what are we? Are we talking a full ten out of ten here? Is this is this the perfect
1: Fire Emblem game?
3: I'm not far enough into it to give it a I perfect say, rating.
1: Can you rate that without beating it yet? Because you were just saying that you you know there's a twist coming up, but I can't I wait till next I week. He said seven
2: back. minutes into his gameplay. Yeah. Game need, of the year. I did drop a, in the discourse. I need discourse. title for this.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I can't wait till till next I week that. Week when he's like, they they, they me, and I hate this game. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's possible. It's not possible. It's a great game. I think it's pulling an 87 on Metacritic right now.
0: It's selling very well. Good. It's like the UK releases their charts, and it's like two and a half times the last game. What are we? What was what year was Awakening? But it's 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 been a game franchise that I've been interested for a long time now, mainly because I was, you know, I'm playing Smash Brothers for the last 15 years, and they've always had the characters in there, but I've never had a 3DS. So
3: 2012 is when Awakening came out and they said that that was going to be the last Fire Emblem game and then it sold a ton of copies uh, and that kind of eh, it, it kind of reignited the series brought a bunch of new people in and pissed everybody off who played it originally because Ooh, it's just anime characters now and they're all pissed off that there's new mechanics on top of the old mechanics and your giant babies get over it Vortex says
2: 7 out of 10 doesn't beat Persona seven 5 of ten. and he likes the game
3: vortex would love this that's like a third persona five except Check less up. talking cat
1: after you get to whatever the twist is please next time run rate it in an m night Shyamalan's career of how well it was
2: you got it On a uh, scale I'm, going, of six, I'm thinking six, it's probably to gonna be less. a signs like the science. village what was the, uh, the village movie? was
1: the first one i hated <laughs> that's <laughs>
0: I guess yeah, we gotta I, I, have to rank M Night Shyamalan movies so that we can. That's that's gonna be our rating scale. Wait, <laughs> it's gonna
1: did, be M. Night did he do the Happening? Was that one of his?
0: I don't know. With
1: Marky Mark. I don't know.
0: I watched uh, Instant Family with Marky Mark last night. Tom is in a, that too. Pretty, it's a pretty good movie. Uh, yeah, so it sounds like this is uh, the game that's gonna be a. Able- you know, running your life here outside of pinball for the next couple of weeks, and I look yep, forward yep. to some updates in the weeks to come.
3: I would put it at an eight out of ten right now, but we'll see. We'll see where that goes. That and again, grain of salt. I love this franchise, so yeah, it's not going <laughs> to drop below an eight. Game of the year, eight <laughs> out
2: of ten. That's very surprising to me.
3: I'm I'm ten hours in. I haven't even caught my all right. third shiny all right. yet. All right. but still, but still. <laughs> well the uh it's does not pretty... look better with the hat she looks stupid with the hat
0: <laughs> i don't know what that means Neither do the, I. it's been a pretty slow it's been a pretty slow news week uh pretty much dominated by nintendo joy-con drift no- no- noise i've and, had uh, major I issues it. with Tokyo that
3: drift comes
2: out everybody oh, yeah. loves it joy-con yeah. drift no noise. i have ex- personally experienced this and it's
0: terrible well i have fantastic news for you an internal memo went out Few days ago and they will be replacing the or uh, fixing them no questions asked even if it's outside of warranty you just have to open a ticket up with them what so, does that uh, mean do i have to send them my joy cons get your drift fixed uh yeah i think so so pick i, pick I up, want not have joy cons for my
3: switch for a month $15 controller you showed me on Discord the other day, you'll be fine for two uh, weeks I'm just saying for back. people
2: who don't have pro controllers and stuff, they're just supposed to ship away their joy cons so they uh, can't use their switch for I a
0: month. I've heard I have heard that they're doing pretty quick turnaround with their shipping. It's it's um, real fast from what I've heard as well. Yeah. I don't think well, I don't even know that they're fixing are they actually fixing the Joy-Cons or are they just re-giving you a refurb?
1: Yeah, that's see, that's what question. I was gonna ask. Is I I bet that if it's that fast, they're probably just immediately sending you a refurb. While they just have a bunch of like an army of nerds just fixing whatever and sending whatever's good to go.
0: Yeah, but uh, that's been pretty much the only thing dominating the news outside of they they released a completely working version of Android for Switch that you don't need to modify your Switch at all to, to run, and it runs completely off the SD card. And it looks awesome. And this poses the question, is is that something that anybody of the Switch owners here would be interested in doing? What can it do? Legally, no. Realistically, yes. We're talking hypothetically.
2: Hypothetically. Hypothetically, what can you do with it?
0: Well, you're you're pretty much running a version of Android on it, so there's tons of emulators available for Android. They have Joy-Con support, Uh, so you could play any game that you own... That you also have the ROM to legally, but hypothetically, you could download whatever you wanted, so you could have any game you wanted.
3: I always love that—like any game you own, you can back up. <laughs>
0: but yeah, it's it's a it's a completely you know soft mod runs off the SD card. Nothing's going on to the hard drive. Won't get you your account banned. They say. I mean, I'm sure Nintendo might figure out a way to to ban your <laughs> online account, but
3: let's say hypothetically, I had a soft modded Wii U. And I had to go update the firmware to download three Fire Emblem games I picked up this week. And I had crippling anxiety that, that my ca- account that is linked to my Switch account would get pinged. Oh, yeah. For having that on there. Uh, so, uh, far, Did
0: they actually get the Wii U? Again? Did they get the Wii U completely? Or are, they still, are you still just hacking the Wii part of the Wii U? I don't know. Because I just it because when the Wii, because when the Wii U first came out, it was just all like Homebrew Channel, like you could get from. It had, basically the Wii U had a Wii just built into it, so all that old, you know, research came over.
3: Um, the
0: backups that I had uh, ran you off don't, of. You don't need to. You don't need to keep talking like that. I put the <laughs> hypothetical on the whole statement, so uh, everything ran, we're saying ran off of the... of the
3: chunky SD card, but you would use a web exploit to load it. Mm-hmm. so you wouldn't connect to nintendo but you would connect to a like offline website version that's stored in there something mm-hmm. like that it's super complicated but um it would it would load your backups cool
0: yeah um so this that actually amex you load android on your uh, primary source of income <laughs>
1: um
0: <laughs> I, I have
2: two of them so i guess we could use one of them right yeah.
0: There you go. <laughs> it, it, it's definitely interesting. I I think that uh, if like a Switch Pro or something like that were to come out, I might uh, just keep one hanging around because there are some cool things that you could do with a you know a handheld gaming console. But that being said, you can go on Alibaba and buy a pretty nice screen handheld you know Android tablet for like eight bucks and don't have to worry about voiding any warranties. But this got me thinking. Have you guys ever done this in the past? Jeff, you just gave one example. But uh, have you ever gotten inside of something, um, screwed around with emulators, anything? I mean, let's start, uh, Jeff, you, or uh, Steve, did you do anything? You know, I know you just said you like to hack games up.
1: Um, no, I was pretty big into emulators for a while. Uh, mostly classic stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because like the PlayStation and beyond were not very well developed when I was into them. Plus the difference in file size between like a Super Nintendo game and a PlayStation game is pretty significant. So um, no, I'm generally in favor of them, especially because I don't feel like a lot of those games are worth the price tag if they were ever ported to something new. Um, That's just personal opinion. Uh, I'm not super convinced that loading Android onto a I'm just going to say a future switch of mine would be of any real value. Um, I don't think I'm that interested in doing emulation anymore. But Mm -hmm. uh, without being able to have any of the special connectivity, I'm not sure what I'd get out of it. Um, Although I did put Android on my computer once because I cloned a phone through it so I could play Pokemon Go in regions all over the world <laughs> when it first came out. Uh, Hypothetically. Because... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's just because I lived in a space where I couldn't easily get to any of the Poke Stops, Like, between my work and my home... A real
3: fan would have booked a flight.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I just couldn't, like, get Pokeballs and stuff. And we're talking, like, the first month of release, though. So I, mm-hmm. I don't know what it's like anymore, but I couldn't get anywhere. So, um... I figured out how to put it on a computer and you could change the GPS to wherever you wanted. And I put myself right in the middle of Hershey Park between three constantly regenerating Pokestops. And I just farmed like balls and I I don't know, like potions or something like that. And then just for fun, I zoomed myself over to Ocean City, Maryland to like catch some water Pokemon or just see what was out there. But uh, at the time they they knew that you couldn't like shift your account ten thousand miles in an hour because they would just know. But yeah, eh, it was it was interesting, but overall, just that's all it was.
0: I uh I I played I, I re-downloaded Pokemon Go because I was at the beach and I totally understand why people like playing that game in areas where it's fun to play that game uh cape may and dewey beach delaware both have tons of pokestops like everywhere and it's much more fun than here where i have nothing
1: yeah yeah i, I just remember people constantly complaining that they would live like in the middle of nowhere and they just could never <laughs> get pokemon because they just couldn't get any like of the materials you needed to catch them you couldn't get any balls because you had to get them from stops and the their only stop would be like
2: Oh. Did we just did we lose, lose Steve? Okay, I was going
3: you say I thought I did that. <laughs> did you mute yourself, Steve?
2: Steve says like
1: There we go.
0: Okay. There we go. No, yeah.
1: I muted you guys. Oh.
0: No, no, we we couldn't hear you.
1: No. So, oh, I muted everything. Yeah, you did.
0: <laughs> Max, do you uh you tinker with the uh, any sort of modifications of consoles or emulation in the past? No. Uh I
2: mean, my freshman year of college I think I had a NES emulator on my computer just so I could play like Punch Out and Bubble Bobble, but that was about it. Since was are... it Nesticle?
0: Because that's what I used to play back in the high um, school. Or... I don't remember. It was always what it Nesticle.
2: Was I don't know. I don't remember.
0: It had but... a horrible, horrible ROM support, but it was funny. So <laughs> that's the one I used.
2: Although I guess does um, do Rock Band songs count Uh, custom songs? Yeah, I guess I I guess I have some experience with that. That the the second Xbox in my garage is for yeah downloading custom songs for Rock Band, uh, Rock Band three specifically. Um, I guess I've experience with that. But cool,
0: Jeff. Outside of the Wii U, I think you sound like a tinkerer. So I am. I'm I'm sure you have a nice laundry list of devices that you've uh, played with.
3: Yeah, it's a it's a long list. Uh, at the end of every generation, I go. I've enjoyed this. How can I? Did break I get it? the most? <laughs> did I get the? Did I get the most out of it? How can I avoid a warranty while they're cheap to replace? Um, no, yeah. End of every every generation, I I usually end up going back. Like you can see, I got systems everywhere. Um, I'll i'll tinker i'll find a way to get more utility out of it or just any any extra use out of it that i can
0: yeah i uh i was actually one of those weirdos that was trying to run yellow dog linux on my playstation 3 i just got my check in the mail yeah I just got my check in the mail from the class action lawsuit. I think it was like eleven dollars. I was gonna say, did you get like twelve
2: cents or something?
0: Yeah, no, it was, it was a, it was a reasonable amount of money. It was worth actually cashing the check. Usually, you get those class action checks from like thirteen cents. And you just yeah, and,
2: and avoids you from suing them in the future too. So it's not, yeah. not even worth
0: it. But no, I felt, I felt eleven dollars was a fair amount of money to sign my life your, away for too. For your time and anguish for my troubles. But yeah, no, I've been. Uh, I, I always like to open things up and tinker. Uh, I, I remember back in the uh, PlayStation two days this isn't really a modification swap but the la- the laser used to uh, to, to stop reading this certain disks so I used to you know get in there and screw around with the lasers and actually eventually figured out how to swap them out ended up making a lot of money not a lot a lot of way, high school a lot of high, a, sc- a lot of high school money
3: <laughs> way easier to put a hard drive in the back of it and just load them off of that.
0: Yeah, and I never got... My first uh, my first big soft mod was a Wii. I, I remember putting the homebrew channel on that and being like, oh my god, this is awesome. You, know, you can just load any game ever made, ever, right on here. It's and, the perfect uh, system for... That and the original Xbox are really good yeah. for uh, emulation. My original Xbox got stolen out of my aunt's basement. Like... 15, they throw, they throw their
3: back out, pulling that, yeah. and left everything. Yeah. Out. I
0: still have the Dukes though. I still have four Duke controllers in a shoebox in my truck right now. So I was gonna sell them on eBay. I was gonna take them into like start packaging them up. But uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I'm a pretty big fan of the the modding community. I, I think it's amazing what people put their minds to. And, uh, and now that we have a working version of Android on Nintendo Switch, I, I, I might do it.
3: It's weird. I'm sitting between a pinball table I built that is full of like backwards compat or backwards, uh, whatever the word I'm looking for, uh, where they took existing pinball tables and rebuilt them for that. Mm -hmm. And I'm sitting next to an arcade one up Street Fighter 2 that's running off a Raspberry Pi. Yeah, you could say I'm a fan. (laughs) Yeah,
0: a bit of a tinker.
1: A a question to all of you because I was just thinking about this Are you more comfortable? modifying or screwing around with something mechanical or like electrical mechanical? Are you better with circuit boards or with like a piece of machinery?
2: I won't even change the cord on our Weed Whacker, I'd get Sarah to do that. So anything mechanical, (laughs) anything electrical, I don't want to die of getting shocked. So I'm just out of all of it.
3: i wouldn't say i know how to deal with electronics or like circuit boards or things like that but i know how to follow a youtube video
0: yeah youtube has been like the i don't know how people did anything before youtube
3: it's weird how all of human knowledge is in one place and nobody gives a shit about
1: it Mm. yeah
0: no i'm i'm definitely more comfortable around electronics than i am with you know physical shit that's, See, it's 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 a lack of woodshop class, I think, in in high school. It's, that's it's uh, having all
3: ten fingers. Yeah, that, you, know.
1: yeah,
0: yeah, you, you muted
3: yourself, Steve.
0: But uh, the the um, sorry. Yeah, there you go.
1: No, I'm I'm definitely backwards. I am much more comfortable working with like an object that has motion or like defined parts than a nebulous item with like gears pulleys that are run by a circuit board because if i if i put something back together wrong that had like specific parts i could figure that out i can work backwards but like if my playstation 2 if the tray stops moving and i take it apart i'm never going to get it back together and i'll never be able to diagnose if there was something wrong with like the circuit board i'm not comfortable with that
0: nice no, it's I've been watching people in my spare time when I'm bored just fix stuff. And,
3: uh, <laughs> yeah, there's like a dude st- that'll order like 30 broken Nintendo Switches yeah, and he'll just diagnose awesome. them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I watch the same, we have the same, uh, network loophole. Like, yeah, probably.
1: I, I wouldn't be able to do either, but I would be more interested in watching somebody, like, rebuild a car engine than fix a Nintendo Switch.
0: I don't know I think you should probably watch this guy fix the Nintendo Switches. Yeah, the way he yeah. just sprays that flux on there and hits it with the heat gun and the chips just fall off I'm like
1: how the uh, hell does this happen Spawnway okay, so, is good
0: for that too I, down
1: and... not including an entertainment value from like the host but
0: he's dry as shit <laughs> like there's no I don't think he adds anything to it but um yeah this wasn't a very entertaining topic. I think it was pretty boring. So I'm going to end the show right here. If you liked what you heard, I don't know why I didn't. I didn't like the way that went. But uh, if you did, you can catch us on every YouTube, not YouTube, every podcast service around the uh, internet. Just search Game Right Now. Uh, I'm Dan. That's Jeff. That's Steve. Max. We're out. I'm really sloppy after a week off. I'm all sorts of like. <laughs> yeah.
3: Let me ask you this. This will get you. This will get you fired up.
1: Yeah.
0: Please.
3: Is mayonnaise an appropriate condiment for French fries?
1: No. <laughs>
0: I, I'm not disgusted by it. Like, I forget who it was. It was like Dane Cook or somebody like that told a joke about being the weird kid dipping my fries in mayonnaise, and, and I think that started this whole uh, like hatred towards that. But it's, I was at a I was at a fancy restaurant that they had like an aioli that came with there, which is essentially Aoli is just different mayonnaise. from a mayo. It's slightly it's it's classier thing. than a mayo. Yeah, it's just a different named mayonnaise.
1: I'm, I'm okay disres- with it. I'm disrespectful towards aiolis. So now,
0: so what? What? I, I, uh, what brings this up? Uh, somebody, I was brought up
3: in Game Night Now's stream over the weekend.
2: Yeah. Um, apparently, in Europe, it's common to dip mayonnaise in French or French fries in mayonnaise, which I thought was weird, but then uh, really delicious. One of. Uh, one of the other guys said said, uh, there's this Danish dip that I just uh, linked to you guys in Discord. It's called uh Remulade or something.
0: Remulade. I mean, yeah, is it but is it the same? It's probably I, the same. I no,
2: I asked him, I'm like, do you dip your french fries in mayonnaise? And he's like, No, we use this have... Danish dip called remulade or whatever. And, like and the first sauce. the first ingredient <laughs> in it is mayonnaise. So I'm like, dude, it's fucking mayonnaise. <laughs> just with some spices
0: in it remoulade good it's what you put on a po-boy i don't know but, i had a lot uh... of po boys this week no I'm, I'm i'm good french i mean do you man french fries anything that you want to dip i'm that's fine as long what as it's the right temperature what is your preferred french fry <laughs> like a good uh, you know? uh, i'm i'm naked like it's like just straight I, if, if you give me a good french fry with the pr- like proper amount of salt on it straight I like my French fries meat, salt Where of, are the I need them thin.
2: Buried? I need them thin. I need them cooked, and I need them salted.
1: Yeah, I think it depends on the fry. Cause uh, like if it's a <laughs> fry from McDonald's by itself, I won't put anything on it. But if you get like a good steak fry, then yeah. I'll
0: if there's either... too much potato in it, you yeah, gotta... yeah. I, I
2: don't like want my French bread. fries to taste like potatoes. Yeah, just I'll gross. either
1: do ketchup, <laughs> or if I have like a steak or something, I let it sit in the. On the plate with the, the ogier, juice. sort juice of like soak yeah, up the blood
3: that. <laughs> so i'm Not a ranch good. guy but i'll go barbecue sauce on fries before ranch
0: face <sighs> oh, yeah, you put uh, some mayonnaise you, you. on french fries face do you do you. You, you i'm actually interested to see if this remoulade is the same as like like a uh, creole remoulade sauce uh let's well, see what was it what, how mayonnaise. do you feel about french fries and milkshake milkshakes no 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 like a frosty
3: yeah. Yes. Like a psycho and a frosty. Did you ever dip a uh, French fries in a frosty? Uh, you know your wife did. Um, you had me try it once. <laughs> did you like it? I don't remember.
1: Uh, was uh, right. It wasn't. The I issue tried wasn't it once.
2: Yeah. I think the frosty was too thick to uh, like hold an appropriate amount of frosty. You
3: gotta let it melt. But you also don't do it. It's gross.
2: Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know. I like no, the saltiness like, of the French
3: fries. I don't want anything that. Uh, that's the. You know, the, the uh, thought is the saltiness uh, pairs well with the sweets, and people tend to enjoy it.
0: Yeah, I mean, what's the difference between dipping like a like pretzels is a common like side dish to an ice cream.
2: Yeah, we went to uh, we saw the the Lion King at the Palmyra movie theater. And they changed their mustard, their pail deal on to uh, soft pretzels, refilling the pail, a large soda, and a pretzel. And Ooh. they asked me what kind of pretzel I wanted. I said salted, and then they asked me if I wanted cheese on it. I'm like, no, who the fuck puts cheese on a pretzel? What?
0: That's,
1: that's what? no, that, that is no. Not, no. No. It's, no, it's three on one right there. no, <laughs> it's, no that's, that's it's the, covered that's
2: in salt. That's what I want. I want the salt.
1: Yeah, but then you dip it in the cheese sauce. Now, no. no, no, no. The only right pretzel that's acceptable artery. to eat without
0: cheese yeah. is an Annie Ann's because they're so greasy and salty on their own. They don't need yeah. anything. they're.
1: they're I've, also I've never agreed like, more. They have a sweet tang to it that would not go well with. Um, you can
0: you can uh, get a cheese. cheese. My wife gets it with a cheese, but I, I'm I'm either gonna go for a a uh, cinnamon sugar. I'm in a sweet mood, feeling a little crazy. But usually, it's a straight Annie Anne's is the way to go.
1: Yeah. yeah. dip it in
0: cheese no like nacho
2: cheese i don't i don't think so no yeah like i just want that big rock salt i flip it over and just let the salt dissolve on my tongue when i'm eating like a pretzel like that
1: why don't Making you they just really go with, s- really skip good. the middleman and be like, look, just give me the box of rock salt and I'll just pour I it. Can, into my dude, mouth. I can just go.
0: I can go to Dick's and get you a salt lick, like for a deer, and we can just hang. Yeah, it just hang it.
2: Yeah, yeah, I can like pull it down like a microphone and just take a lick during a, the stream. That'd be good. That's good oh, entertainment. I,
0: I might I actually think I might have to do this.
1: <laughs> um, be sure you get one that's safe for human consumption. <laughs> Yeah,
0: deer does. human
2: could be a good Just, entertainment to watch me slowly die on stream. Yeah, you
1: get Just one get of poisoned. those. Uh, get one of those pink rock salt slabs that you use to cook salmon on. Just get one of those for him.
0: Oh yeah, we could do one of those Himalayan salt slabs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and no uh, cheese
3: on a pretzel is a uh, game changer. You're insane.
0: Yeah, especially like those bad baked. Like movie theater pretzels, mm-hmm. like yeah, super not. That was yeah. all right.
2: I had a pretzel recently from Redners. That was the worst soft pretzel I've ever had. It's a
3: local. When grocery you get store nachos, here. do you just eat plain chips? No, I'll dip them. Okay.
1: So what's the just difference? Trying to figure
3: out what your what your scale is. Uh, that's a chip. This is a pretzel.
1: Yeah. So it's still made out of a carbohydrate, cooked. Which
2: apparently, my foods. my nephew was telling me that I'm not a real Mexican because I was. Breaking my tortilla chips in half when we went to the Mexican restaurant two weeks ago. Nah, yeah, you put and them in whole. Dipping them. <laughs> I was breaking them so I could just take bite sized bites, you know?
3: Nah, you you, put, you, no. you get as uh, much uh, salsa or cheese on there as you can, and you
0: put the whole thing in your mouth. It's,
2: it's more only, of a not I, wanting to get dirty when I'm eating. I don't want salsa <laughs>
0: covering I my only, face. I only know, of, of the two Mexicans I know, they're disagreeing about it, so I don't know. <laughs> how. Yeah,
1: I, I don't know how to quantify that as a racial bias, but I'm just going to agree with him on principle. So.
3: Let, me, let me ask you one other thing, because this is a, like a, like a Hispanic thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the drawer under your stove... At Mm -hmm. your parents' house, what's in it? Uh, Pans, I guess. Okay, and inside the oven when it's not on, what's inside the oven? Nothing. What? Uh, You're not really Mexican.
2: (laughs) (laughs) What what do you mean? What do you you keep? Pillows or pans? The inside
3: of the oven, and I've been told that this is like a a serious Mexican thing, is like all the pots and pans you can't fit under the stove go Mm. in the stove. I can't tell you the number of melted plastic containers we've had by just turning the oven <laughs> on and
2: forgetting. There's a, That's a, a lot more work inside. than like just piling up in the corner, because then you have to take them out
3: every single time. Exactly, and you have to take them out hot too when you forget that you don't have oven mitts on. <laughs> <laughs> so, I've been told it's a cultural thing. I don't
2: know. Never, never heard that one. But we're, we're, I, I'm we're, only half Mexican, so you know. <laughs> maybe that's the other half
1: that i didn't get so make sure you have one pot in your oven at all (laughs) times.
3: but we're the same kind of mexican because neither one of us can grow facial hair yeah
2: i i didn't shave for like a week up until saturday i think it was and i it was still terrible
3: i get like one thick black hair over here and then it's just (laughs) like yeah this is the most we're gonna do about it yeah
1: uh, my internet cut out for a second, so I came back. I have no idea what you're talking about now. Um,
0: just Mexicans not being able to grow yeah, beards. Bad Mexicans. Ah, there's okay. there's two
3: kinds, and we are both the same kind.
0: <laughs> so I, I'm in like a, a predicament. The I was at a funeral today. It was my great aunt. She was very old. She lived a great life.
1: <laughs> good good the, to know. I
0: just I didn't want you guys to like do the whole all you know what you know whatever that shit. The cater the, the caterer at the funeral at the 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 luncheon after the funeral makes the best fucking food in the entire world
3: so you're trying to figure out which relative to knock off
0: next to get some no that's what i'm like (laughs) she does a lot of our weddings too in the church but i'm running out of people to get married and i'm finding myself like wanting like when's the next person gonna die like i'm reading the obituaries to find out when i can go to to the luncheon afterwards and and i feel like a bad person yeah, who was Does it, it make me a bad person was, uh, it, was it, somebody, no, it was it just somebody my appetite was it just some <laughs> random person from your community no, today it was my no it was my aunt today but no 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 not, just... who, not who died but who catered <laughs> oh no she yeah she's uh she runs like a, a catering service that's kind of like close to the to the church i was thinking about we're having a, a party uh you guys are invited to we haven't sent us text messages about it but we're having a party for a penn state game in uh, a couple of weeks. I'm thinking about getting it catered by her just because of how she makes the best roast beef in the entire world. Like, even if you don't like roast beef, this roast even beef better is
1: better like... than Arby's. I was just
0: um, No, no, Way better than Arby's.
2: Better than uh, <laughs> Shea Maple?
0: Wait, better than Arby's? Is it dry
3: when... or is it like in gravy? It's he in like say gravy. It's the best. And we immediately came up
0: with four alternatives. <laughs> no, no. This, yeah. this is. Carl's is no, this is the best. The best, and I don't understand how she does it. Because usually, when you make, because this isn't like she's serving it to you on a plate. Like she's making a big bin of it and just scooping it out like lunchroom style, and it's it's awesome. I I can't I can't even explain to you how awesome this roast beef is.
1: That's kind of the nature of trying to describe a flavor.
0: Like I was like the, the funeral was already over. I was already halfway back to my house because of the like the. The cemetery was closer to my house than the church, but I went back to the church anyways just to get this roast beef. It's like uh, Dan, why
3: are you getting? You're really emotional. You're broken up about this. It's just <laughs>
1: yeah. so emotional. I, he brought Tupperware I, for some reason. I will kill somebody <laughs> just to have this roast. Wait, hold beef on.
0: Again. So that, that's that is another question. Is it inappropriate to bring Tupperware to a, a wake? Yes.
3: Probably. Uh, they should supply takeout boxes. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, any wait, any wait,
3: good wait. Uh, reception hall or place that is catering
0: the meal should provide that. I mean, it was it was just in, like, the church hall, and it wasn't, like, the, the caterer wasn't part of the church. She brought it all in, so.
1: I'll define it as close family, no. Extended family, yeah.
3: <laughs> Uncle Larry, take what you want. <laughs> yeah. If you had to travel, go for it, I guess.
1: Yeah. My third cousin, calling in a bunch of rubbermaid.
0: Yeah, bring it and bring in all the old Cool Whip and and uh old butter containers. Load them Just, up. Uh, great Aunt Edna doesn't even
3: get new new Tupperware. It's all Cool Whip containers <laughs>
0: and old Chinese food takeout containers.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I was I was sitting like with my parents, and I was I was like I told that exact same thing that I said. I'm like, you know, run out of people to get married, and like I find myself waiting for somebody to die to get some more of this roast beef, and I got a lot of looks from my relatives. <laughs>
1: Well, They're probably not
3: right. the, the appropriate place for it, but <laughs> no, I mean, no. a good joke is a good joke, and it's gonna <laughs> land.
1: <laughs> and if death isn't up your alley, start sabotaging relationships so people can get divorced and remarried. Oh,
0: I didn't think about this. I didn't think yeah. about this. Ask her to or make, make you uh, anniversary dinner. I could. I could just hire her as a caterer. She's very reasonable. And <laughs> now we're out <all laughs> of things to talk about.
1: Alright, so I have a question for... No, you... You were supposed to talk about a roller coaster today.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, if I say the word candemodium to you, what what do you picture?
3: Uh, I picture like a really bad promo for wrestling.
0: candemodium. I think From you're world. saying it wrong. Candem it's it's can, huh? Candy. I saw it I think it's as can, two different words. Candemodium. Yeah. It's yeah, candymodium. No, you're not saying it like that. Candemodium? Candymodium. <laughs> <laughs> It sounds like a can of diarrhea medicine. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds uh, that's like the, the, worst that's the name of the new roll that's the name Park of the Park new roller coaster at Hershey Park. And the, I think I think it's awful.
1: The immediate response that I think of is like a really shitty shop in a strip mall. It's just a candy store.
3: Mm-hmm. But they also sell women's leggings for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not it's not above board.
1: It's all just like candy underwear. <laughs> uh. Next logical step, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The,
0: I was hoping that no nobody would move there for a second, so Steve thought that everybody froze. Up,
1: but we
0: almost got there. Now, now
3: that we know for future jokes that don't land, you just <laughs> freeze frame.
1: The, uh. the biggest problem I have with it is none of their roller coasters are like candy themed. They're all roller coaster themed, like Sky Rush and everything else. And then you just have one offshoot that's Candemonium or whatever.
3: Like for a they, company, they have that the uh, a bunch of different types of candy. They couldn't come up with a candy. It's like a, for it. a Reese's roller coaster, don't they?
1: No, that was the Reese's like ride, and it was uh, it was basically a redux of their um, uh, the chocolate world's ride, except you shoot lasers at like targets and you get a uh, score. And okay. then it was ripped out and replaced by the exact same thing, relabeled again. Um, yeah, that's it. The Reese's Extreme Cup Challenge, whatever. No, There's a Coco
2: Cruiser. That was the one I'm saying I've never heard or seen before. The Child's Roller Coaster.
1: Yeah, I was um, I was sure dead. that like some of the kids ones were probably labeled that, but none of like the legit roller coasters are named after candy. It's all named after like extreme roller coaster stuff. The Wildcat. The what's the other one? Not the Polar Bear. The Great, great bear? bear. Great Bear great is a bear, great yeah. roller coaster. Yeah. That's probably like a, my
2: favorite one there.
1: The Comet, the Super Duper Looper. So, there, this is it. This is the first one that's like off-brand, but uh yeah,
0: but it but not it's a fan. it's a brown roller coaster and they have cars that are candy. They picked like the worst. like not they're not the worst. It's like Reese's peanut butter cups, Twizzler, and I don't know, like York peppermint patties or something like that or like the car themes.
3: Mr. Goodbar's Amagatorium. Like that's a better name than
0: Candy Gasm, or whatever you came sh- up you with. You <laughs> should have been on. <laughs> should have been on the naming committee. You just, just gave Candy two better, better names because name, yeah. Candy Gasm is a way better name. <laughs> yeah.
3: Well, I, I do have a worse name for roller coasters. So <laughs> at Idlewild yeah. Park, there is a roller coaster named. Are you ready for it? Rollo Coaster.
0: Rollo hmm.
1: Coaster. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's a competitor's company, so that's probably uh, not what you want to put in your park.
3: But it's uh well, those are Hershey it's, too. It is a completely unimaginative name, uh, really indicative of the year it came out in 1938.
0: I mean, there was like three of them at that point. That was probably a pretty good name.
1: (laughs) I'm curious if this is going to be a worthwhile roller coaster or if it's just supposed to be there. It It
0: is the tallest, the fastest, and the sweetest roller coaster.
1: Yeah.
3: I already forgot what it was called.
1: Yeah, you weren't here when we were talking about this. <laughs> yeah, the... it's uh
2: no it the uh there's stats on the roller coaster. The roller coaster's length is ten thousand two hundred and seventy-nine lengths of Hershey milk chocolate bars. Unless it's hot
3: out <laughs> and it melts a little bit. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: I don't know why they put that in the stats, but it's there. Because
0: it's candemonium. <laughs> uh
1: have you been to uh Hershey Park at all this year?
0: Not no, not this year.
1: So, we went uh, early in the spring uh, through their like destroyed entrance, and they had those f- pictures of what the future entrance is supposed to look like. And they did have the roller coaster going through it. So, I was wondering if it was going to be more of like this is just our ride that's here more as a propaganda thing than it is going to be like a fun ride because you're just going to see chocolate go by. But the rest of the park doesn't have anything to do with that.
0: I mean, it looks like a legit it's a, it's a completely different company. Hershey Foods and Hershey Entertainment and Resorts are two separate entities
1: no yeah but it's just like
3: they would probably have to license their own brand
1: yeah I mean well, they the only do. Other, there's only a handful of rides that are even related to chocolate anymore and it's like the kissing tower and a couple of the kids rides but everything else is just like
0: yeah, cause they, don't wanna, they don't want to pay Hershey Foods for the, the licensing yeah.
1: no now they just get a whole bunch of contracts with other shit and plaster ads all over the place you can't even get on the train without seeing Amtrak stuff all over.
0: I don't know. I think my, I think the company I work for has advertisements in there. So what well, we we work for has lots of advertisements. in Yes. There. yes Why don't we put an do. ad in I've there? Seen them. Put a Game Night Now ad in there. You want to? Yeah. Let's see if we can get how us on the monorail. How much could it get cost? How much old? to sponsor the monorail?
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, considering they have a, a giant capital blue cross thing along the side, probably don't have... Maybe, to maybe we
2: should sponsor the wild mouth then. We'll start a little bit lower.
1: Now, uh, find out how much it is to like, stick a bumper sticker on the back of the monorail. <laughs> or
0: like a bumper sticker. Yes, we're probably better off just printing out stickers and reaching forward and sticking them on the car.
1: Yeah.
3: This is a roller coaster, and game night is now.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I think Hershey Park is overrated. Knobles is better.
0: Well, that I mean, that's not even close to a true statement.
1: No, you're wrong. Knobles is
0: better. <laughs> Never heard no. of this Knoebels. I mean, it's 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 not though. It's this. No. It's like less crowded. and It doesn't cost any money. Like you don't have to pay an entry fee. But like just one to one comparison, ride to ride. Hershey Park is a better amusement park.
1: No, no. It's not. Their
3: their mascot uh, looks sad.
1: Oh yeah, it is. It's ancient. <laughs> no, the the food is better. The you can get on more rides, which is going to increase your entertainment value. And they know, have. A they're much, one of those roller coaster
3: tycoon parks
1: that. Because
0: church, less people like to go to a place does not make it a better place.
1: now and just the the place itself is nicer. Uh, and they have a a more lax attitude towards safety, which is much more entertaining all around. How do you spell It's
3: K-N-O-E-B-E-L-S
1: That that E really gets me. No, I love that place. It's fun. I haven't
0: been in a few years since it flooded.
1: Yeah, well then update your opinion. Go again.
0: No, I'm I'm just... Shaky. I this a, wooden roller coaster looks off. I'm, a, I'm a firm believer in fast pass. Like, I'm an adult. Like, I don't have time for this shit. Like, I'm getting a fast pass. So, any point about not being able to get on a ride is moot to me because I'm paying for the to, to skip and wave at all the idiots standing in the line. We're okay. doing
2: Cedar Point. Later I have in the year no, I have the real determination. And Jeff has to give us the final answer Pinball tables at Hirsch Park. Comet fireball hercules high score pool ice fever monopoly party animal slugfest star trek pro star wars premium tv baseball
3: there's one heavy
2: hitter in that list
3: and hercules has been broken since i went there in 2005
2: pinball tables at knobles the adams family game of thrones pro pirates of the caribbean caribbean star wars pro star star trek pro Theater of, oh, uh, Theater of Magic's there. It, it wins. It, it Twilight Zone. Before Stone. you got
3: to Theater of Magic, they have the better pinball tables. All right, I guess Knoebels wins. Plus, it's free to get in. Mm-hmm.
1: It's It's free to get in, but it definitely has, it still has that weird, like, 80s, 90s vibe where they just never updated anything. Like, the mm-hmm. trash cans still have a giant, like, clown head or pig head on it. And they've
3: repainted it a hundred times, so it has no... No,
1: no, it looks creepy. It it (laughs) looks like horror movie level. But, uh, yeah, like, just in general, it has a different feel, which I appreciate much more than uh, I feel like I'm walking around a corporate headquarters when I go to Hershey Park. I feel like I'm going back to the past where, once again, safety wasn't a high concern when I go to Kenobles. So...
3: Uh, according to Google, Hershey Park ranks a 4.5 stars, Knobles a 4.8. Well,
2: there oh. you go. So yeah, I, via uh, almost Google and pinball tables. tables, yeah. <laughs> Jeff is definitely leading Knoebels, I guess.
0: Yeah, Her- Hershey has not been doing a very good job keeping up with their arcades. They. <laughs>
1: well, uh... It's a moot point because Hershey owns both. Knoebels Hershey doesn't did. own Knoebels. Yeah, they do. I don't think so man oh no, yes they do that's where they offloaded some of their old rides and they absolutely...
0: they, I mean, they, they, they own Dutch Wonderland for a while but they don't do that anymore says, either
3: owned by the Knobel family
0: yeah but they're thinking of Dutch Wonderland and they got rid of that a long time ago they bought Dutch Wonderland when I used Accident to work there. History. Here we go. there mm, is that the one in Virginia? no Dutch Wonderland's over in Lancaster
2: No. What's one in Virginia that you pass on like I ninety five?
0: Um, not Mont something Mountain or like Kingdom King, something Kings Kingdom. Dominion. Kings Dominion, is that right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We were gonna
3: go to Kings Dominion, but we went yeah. to Bush Gardens instead.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: We don't. Bush Gardens anything. is down
0: there too. We always stop at the exit that goes into Bush Gardens because my buddy Jim got an enormous speeding ticket while going down there. <laughs> uh, that, that, that just whole, like tra- it's like tradition that we always just stop there.
3: That whole stretch. To Virginia Beach is just speed traps. Oh yeah, Ooh,
0: yeah. like he, it was so big that he had to go down and defend himself so that he wouldn't have to go to jail. They have yeah. strong Virginia sucks anti-speeding for, uh, speeding tickets. Both of yeah. my
2: speeding tickets were in Virginia. So.
0: Were
2: you speeding? Right. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. The first one I deserved. The second one I did not. I got pulled over for going ten over. My second
3: speeding ticket. Seven. Seven's the sweet spot. <laughs>
2: Yeah, they, I only drive
3: they, five over now.
0: So They they hammer out-of-staters with anything because they know you're not going to come down and defend them.
1: Yeah, I, if I'm on home turf, I'll maybe do like ten. Maybe a little higher if I know the area, like back roads. But anywhere like out of town, I stick to like five. When we go to Michigan on the interstates and uh, turnpikes, I, like, basically, maintain speed limit because those Cruise Ohio control. cops will nail you. Yeah, it's not worth it. They're every yep. ten feet too. All right. Jeff, yeah, I have a question for Jeff. Yes. I. I want to see how well I can nail down your preference in movies. Okay. What I think.
3: A TV guy? But go on.
1: Well, yeah. I have a hunch that you might be an Evil Dead fan.
3: I am not a fan of the movies. I am a fan of the canceled Stars
1: TV series. Really?
3: Really. I thought that was a very well done TV show and it pulled me into the Ash universe.
1: Yeah, I just finished it because uh, while I'm doing spreadsheets at work i all throw on Netflix and uh, I just got through the second half of the second and finished the third season. I was disappointed to find out that they canceled it. because yes. I, I thought it was on like a pretty good roll.
3: It was a very well done show that nobody watched.
1: Okay. So not the movies. Honestly though, I think the only movie I really enjoyed though was the one where they went back in time. The Ash versus or The Army of Darkness. I think that um, one was really good. Yeah, I'm not, it's it's I'm...
3: on my queue. Have not made it to it yet. There's way too like way too many things that need to be
0: consumed. Media-wise,
3: yeah. that it by the and, time I sit down to watch a movie, I fall asleep twenty minutes in.
0: And then House Hunters comes on, and you have to turn it off anyways.
3: Yeah. Oh, the, uh, I get this out there. Is... Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood sucks. Was it not was good? A... I it thought was it looked pretty good. S- it looks great. It's so boring. It's uh, two yeah. hours and forty-five minutes of them building to a movie and then not. It just finishes
1: there. before they get there. Yeah. And I there's started... a,
3: there's a payoff at the end, but it's not worth the time invested.
1: I started watching, um, what is it called? Another life we'll right afterwards. Cause it was on Netflix mm. and the story itself has like got me wrapped up that I want to continue it and I want to keep watching it, to find out more. But the story writing is like the worst that I've seen out of a production recently. Like mm. it, the events that are happening are so poorly written and so like choreographed that you know they're just doing it to further the story along like they mutiny on a ship and immediately after that uh, the, the captain and the person who mutinied are like fixing the ship in a, in a room alone together and you're like why? why would you do that? you just like you know tried to kill this person a day ago because they wrote and,
3: the ending first.
1: <laughs> yeah, and, but it's like to st- the whole thing was to stroke more drama on the ship, but it was just so lazily done, and there are a bunch of parts that are kind of like that, but the overarching story is still entertaining enough that I want to continue watching it. it. The writing was just not good, though.
0: Mm. They're going to you know, flip the Brady Bunch house on HGTV, and I'm I'm pretty excited about that. <laughs>
3: Is Sam still living in the basement?
0: I have no idea, but uh, all I I watch is HGTV. So any like media questions, if it's not like a Marvel movie or one of the big Disney movies, I haven't seen it.
3: So I might be the only human being in this country who is not pulled in by the Marvel movies. No, Max doesn't watch them either. I like like the comic characters, but you like the pinball tables. I like the pinball tables, but I actually thought I had the thought last week where I was like, I should just start at the beginning and maybe watch a movie a week. And I was like, no, I was like I'm not gonna do that. Yeah, I'm
0: not I'm just, I'm this gonna late to get them. It's it, it, the the thing is, I'm tired of them being fine. They're all just really fine movies. They're like, yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. And yeah. there's 106 of them, so it's like, how many fine movies can you just keep making in a row that could make a billion I, dollars? I saw
3: that they're moving into phase four, and I was like, whoa. I'm way behind.
1: There's yeah. there's like a handful that are highlights, but the rest of them are, are basically passable. Like, I, I enjoyed them mostly as a whole, but, like, when we were going into the first Endgame, my wife was talking to me about how she couldn't remember the last three, like, Captain America movies. Like, she completely forgot everything that ever happened in Civil War and Winter Soldier. Like, that guy showed up. Uh, Bucky and she was like I don't know who that is and I was like we watched that movie in the theaters and she's been in like seven of them yeah but you know when it's a year apart and that one was like four years before that movie she had no idea and I think it's worth checking out specific ones if you're not terribly interested and you want to watch some of them but uh, now is it possible is there a a
3: chronological order order to watch them or is it just release that was a
0: live phase this is a bad stream I'm really rusty
1: no um there is a chronological order, but like I said, I don't think it's worth it if I'm you're not interested in it. it. I would see things like the first Iron Man, like that's just a good movie. I enjoyed that movie by itself. Iron Man two and three would not watch. Like all the Thors are garbage. Um, well, I've
3: seen a cap, not American. true at all.
0: Thor <laughs> a... Ragnarok's the best one.
1: Oh, uh, sorry, yeah, I forgot about that one. I kind Ra- Ra- of
0: Thor Ragnarok is like legit,
1: no, probably yeah, the best it, of the group. That is a very good movie. Uh, I would highly recommend that. I just I always think of the the original Thor and the Thor second movie, the Dark World. Dark World. Whatever. But um, like, I saw Dark go- World
0: in three D in theaters and had to leave because they just put these like flower petals that came down on the screen the entire time and it really dorked with my eyes. Yeah, the I can't do three D.
1: Guardians of the Galaxy. Both of those are fine, and they're, they're good like fun movies. they're barely intertwined, so. Yeah, there's there's a handful that are just good movies, but they need to be picked out of all the other like garbage and mediocre. And that's
3: that's what I've, I've seen a handful of them, but not a, enough that would make me feel like I'm missing out. Yeah.
0: It's it's yeah. it's one of those cultural things. It's just like if you're not going to go see it in the movie theaters and want to talk about it with people, like you're fine. You're but see, I
3: I also remember when Game of Thrones was wrapping up, just being annoyed by people who were like I don't watch Game of Thrones. I read books, right? You know, stupid shit like that. It's like, am I that person by not watching these? Yeah, 100%. All right. Yeah, I didn't watch either.
1: (laughs) Joke's on them. The books will probably have a better ending. All right.
2: I'm going to head out and kill the stream, but you guys can continue arguing about this. I'm going to go play some more Fire Mm -hmm. Emblem.
0: Yeah, uh... I've been trying to kill the stream for a while now. My ass hurts from sitting in this (laughs) folding chair.
2: All right. Take care, guys. (laughs)